Hey there, this is Mike, and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. I wanted to take a few minutes to encourage you. When it comes to manifesting, you're already doing it, and you're doing it so well, so smoothly that you don't even recognize it. You've been doing this all your life. Every turn of the wheel of recurrence, every life you've lived, you've done this. And there's never been anything or anyone outside of you doing it for you. When I use the word manifest, I mean it like Neville Goddard did in his book, The Power of Awareness, experiencing the results of my self-concept or my states of consciousness. I'm forever experiencing the results of my state. That's what he means by manifesting, and that's what I mean when I use that word. Experiencing my state. Experiencing the reflection of my state of consciousness. No one has to learn how to manifest. We've been doing it automatically for eons. You are God. If you're not comfortable with that word, you're whatever the cause of the manifestation of the universe is. That's what you are. <laughs> the universe and all within it comes from you and is within you. You're already perfectly marvelous at manifesting. The only change to make is to remember this. <laughs> it's really a subtle shift in awareness from being lost in a state of consciousness, lost in this whole idea of being small and separate, lost in who you've been told you were, to the eternally powerful and loving being that you really are. We spend our lives dreaming up enemies and problems to overcome, not realizing that those enemies and problems are only there because of what we've accepted is true for ourselves and our world. You don't need to concern yourself with a collective consciousness keeping you from your goals or someone imagining against you or someone imagining the same thing you are. Believe me, there's more than enough to go around. And there's no one and nothing that can stop you. Not really. Like Romans 8.31 says in the Bible, if God is for us, who can be against us? And God is my imagination. God is awareness. God is you. So if my awareness of being, my imagination is for me, who can be against me? Hmm. There's no limit set for your desires. And there are no others out there with a legitimate ability to stop you. It's only your belief in their ability to stop you. If my imagination is for me, who can be against me? There really is no need for techniques to manifest. I think some are wonderful, though, in getting us to take our attention off the present circumstances and onto something different, the state of our wish fulfilled. They're very useful. 
And the more we use them, regardless of what the technique is, the more we realize how simple it really is and how unnecessary all of these extra steps are. More and more of these rules we think we have to follow fall away. Techniques can become a second cause. I know they did for me. I would get so stressed out about doing them right. I made it about the technique. I created a false god. Anything outside of my awareness of being, my imagination, is a false god. I made it all about things or steps that I was told that I had to do, or at least I, that's the way I interpreted it, that I had to do them. I got so lost in that. It was all about those things and doing the steps right, not truly being aware of being in the state of my wish fulfilled. And I remembered these verses that I learned as a child. Matthew 6, 8, your father knows what you need before you ask him. And 1 John chapter 5, verse 15, And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we've asked from Him. He already knows what we're going to ask. He, being God, or awareness, imagination, consciousness, already knows what we want because it is us. So there's no message to relay no scene to get perfect to send the right impression to my subconscious. I already know what I want. The Father, mentioned in that verse, your Father knows what you need before you ask Him, is within me. It is me. My own wonderful human imagination, as Neville would say. Like Neville says in his lecture, God is light. You'll reach the point when you will know that your wish is already fulfilled then you will sigh and say, thank you, Father. Even though you know you are the Father, you can still address Him as another, though, but an intimate self. It might sound crazy to hear me say that the world and everyone on it will adjust to your new concept of self, but it is true. You are the operant power. There is nothing outside of you there is no one you need to convince or argue with to get your way. Your state, your state of consciousness, is reflected back to you in all of creation. Like in the Bible when the Pharisees told Jesus to tell his disciples to be quiet. <laughs> and he says, well, if, they, if I shut them up, even the rocks will cry out. All of creation reflects back to you your state of consciousness and the beauty of who you really are. You are the light of the world. You are the light casting shadows by your assumptions, your states of consciousness, believing that these shadows are solid and real. The title for this episode came from a quote from the lecture, God's Almighty Power and Wisdom. In that lecture, Neville says, So when you find God, trust Him implicitly. But let me warn you, He will not accept your orders. Only as you imagine the wish fulfilled will He act upon it. Tonight, as you put your head on that pillow, 
snuggle into the mood of the wish fulfilled in absolute confidence and trust that God has ways and means your surface mind knows not of. He goes on to say, so you've got to find the one being in this world that is the Lord your God. And the Lord your God is your own wonderful human imagination. And you get to the point that you trust him implicitly and do not raise a finger to aid. Hmm. No need to figure out how this or that dream will be realized. No need to argue, coerce, convince, or defend yourself. I just need to rest in the knowledge, the knowing that it is done. Regardless of what the it is, <laughs> I love how Neville said snuggle into the mood of the wish fulfilled. That's what it feels like when I sink down into the state of my choosing, the state that a particular wish is already true. Try it tonight. Get under the covers, put your head on the pillow, and snuggle into the feeling of your wish fulfilled. And don't worry about how you will get there, what means will be employed to fulfill that wish. Just snuggle into it and drift off to sleep in that new state. When I first read this lecture, I decided to snuggle into something that night, into the love of my true nature. I know there's not two, but I let that love for the Father, my true self, saturate everything, my entire being, as I drifted off to sleep. I felt nothing but love, unconditional love for myself, and I felt that love returned. Huh. It's a beautiful thing, this love. That's who you are. God is love. And so are you. So do it tonight. Take a nap and do it. Just snuggle into the state of your wish fulfilled. Or no particular state. Just snuggle into love. And let love saturate every part of yourself your entire being. Call to me, the Bible says, call to me and I will answer and I will show you things that have never been known before. When you reach out in love within you, love, your true self, responds. I love you. I'm feeling twisty.